Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys, let's brainstorm this puppy. Like a box. Let me get this straight. Oh, we're talking now, ain't we? I am gonna sell it out for you. Ball game. You're hearing me now, ain't you? Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Wishful Booking Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jimmy Moorcraft, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Liam. Liam. Jimmy, what's up? Nothing. I've come to the conclusion that we must start every show like that. It's becoming a theme in what's our that? episodes. <laughs> Liam, Jimmy, I like it. Yeah, it's well, like our I mean, thing. How do we, how maybe else if do we you... have, Maybe if we have shirts, we could have Liam on the front, Jimmy in the back with like little dot, dot, dots after them. <laughs> In any event, <laughs> as we discuss our marketing for the future, we had yeah. a pretty it's good, it's good idea. We had a pretty personally, at least I don't want to speak for my co-host yet, dull week of wrestling. Um, oh no, yeah, please continue. It was weird. I, 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 I don't know what is happening. I don't know if Raw is going to benefit or be hurt from not having a pay per view, whereas SmackDown has one. I don't know if that's the issue here. Yeah, we're wondering when these things are going to be paid off or how long yeah. they're going to continue. But well, I was thinking that the uh, 25th anniversary of Royal might kind of act as a pay-per-view, except that it like falls right around the Royal Rumble. I think. Fuck, I forgot when I'm going. When is it? It's, uh, I think, late January. Let's look it up. Yeah. I'm literally going, and I have no idea when it is. <laughs> I just know it's on a Monday, and I'm off. January 22nd. Oh, so it's the go-home show. Oh, okay. Huh. There you go. Okay. So it's not going to be really a pay-per-view right before a pay-per-view. I also thought they would make the Christmas edition of Raw be important because they're doing it on Christmas this year for the first time, I think, ever. And oh. It wasn't on Christmas last year? I guess it was on Christmas Eve. It was Christmas Eve last year. Okay. Yeah. Because um, it's usually a tape show, and they usually don't... Right. There's not a lot of storyline progression, to say yes. the least. And we know that the wrestlers' families are not happy about that, because I remember Rebby huh. Rebbe tweeted. I, do, I don't yeah. like it. I, I don't like it. New Year's Eve, I don't think, is a big deal, but Christmas is... Mm-mm. I'm not a fan of that. Not a fan of the... <clears throat> I don't think that, that they, they should have to work. I think they should be with their families. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's going like to be that. this year for the first time. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So They're going to be working right. Christmas night. But they can kind of make that episode be like their pay-per-view and kind of... Although I don't think people are going to be watching... Well, I guess at 8 o'clock... Oh, that you, episode, yeah. I guess at 8 o'clock, Christmas is not over, but depending on what you're doing, you can turn it on. Also, yeah. it's your family. It's a family product. So I think they'll get decent viewership. And they could maybe build yeah. the show up to have some title matches, and maybe that could be like their blow-off episode. Maybe. Well, blow-off didn't sound good, but no, an I know. episode that serves yeah. as a pay-per-view. Um, <laughs> so this week's uh, Raw opened up with Roman Reigns, uh, something that I don't think Vince McMahon was really confident of Roman doing when he was the world champion. That is like starting a show like every world champion should. Right. Or mid-card champion, but mid-card champions don't often open the show unless they're the Miz because they can carry segments. Right. Roman Reigns, they, the <laughs> crowd, I don't know if it was because it's in, uh, what was it, Kentucky, I think? Uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. Nashville. Yeah. I think Kentucky was the next day. I don't know if it, that's a Roman Reigns town. Maybe Roman's getting over. The shield experiment is working or whatever the case may be. Something. He seemed a little more confident. You know, I yeah. still hate his voice. Um I love, love that they put Elias in this position. I love yeah. that the Miztourage yeah, are not for going. Elias. I love that the Miztourage are not going away because the Miz is away. I thought that was great. Yeah, are they going to be with Elias? You think? I don't know, on, but they, they should gonna... be. I like the whole like harmonica act. Like I liked all yeah. of that stuff. I guess we can talk about that <laughs> entire thing. So yeah. essentially, the opening segment leads to a title match. 
Uh, they're yeah. not calling it an open challenge. But is but this going to be a weekly thing maybe or somewhat? Weekly thing. Okay. Uh, or maybe not weekly, but whenever someone does say they want a championship match, Roman will give it to them because he's, yeah. he's a general manager too, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, the opening segment literally. Well, Kurt, Angle, Kurt Angle can fill in for him. So, yes. You know, it's, yeah. it's only fair that right. he should... he's returning the favor. Yeah. I'm not a good guy. Um, the boss. And that literally, the opening segment did just that. It set up that match there was really nothing else to talk about um yeah. and the match was really great uh yeah, elias was, had yeah. the most he had the best performance of his career yeah he really uh, um i remember up to the going challenge. to an nxt house show actually this time last year and he did a bunch of shit in the ring that he didn't do on tv and at that point he was he was doing squash matches regardless mm-hmm. but um he does this really sick thing i think i told you this before he can jump from the mat to the top rope and do a superplex Wow, that's so he, awesome. he runs, jumps, gets in the turnbuckle, and does a superplex at the wow. top. Yeah. yeah. So I think he's like holding that off. The electric chair powerbomb, I saw him do it that, that match, too. That's so awesome. So he debuted that yeah, tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, elbow drop, I've seen him do slightly in the past, but I like that he's showing off his arsenal. Mm-hmm. He looked really great. Definitely. Um, yeah, he definitely rose to the occasion. And, you know, I don't... Listen, I cannot take anything away from Roman. He's a good performer. He knows he's good at timing. He's really great at kicking out. He does self. He does self. <laughs> well, that's as a, what they. That's all they ever have him do. Well, this is true. So he's, he's but well rehearsed. I guess I meant in terms of the dramatic near fall. He's you know pretty good at that. Okay. Like, there's definitely an art to that. No, definitely. Oh, is it enough? Kick out. Some of the best wrestlers in the world at specifically kicking out. I would definitely think of Triple H, The Rock, um, The Undertaker. Yeah. Those Cena are the got pretty top. good at it. Yeah, that's true. Cena, uh, AJ. Is good too. Yeah, um, I guess that's just timing. Yeah, really, the rhythm more than anything else. I didn't think that Elias would win at any point, but um, of course, you know, Roman had to fend off all three of them, and I kind, I think I would have liked since we were talking about before that there is no pay per view. I think I would have liked it maybe this ended in a disqualification, and maybe they started a feud between them. Yeah, because uh, after Roman Reigns wins a right. great match, um, well, Samoa Joe. Who earlier in the night Samoa Joe defeated Titus O'Neil. Mm-hmm. Um, I assumed that this would be the feud that would get the title off of Roman down yeah. the line. I did not yeah. think they would go to it right away, and I hope that they're not going to it right away. Obviously, they planted the seeds, but I think that I mean I think they're going to it. They I feel no, like they I, went I, to it. I guess I meant build it for a few weeks and maybe do what I said. Maybe like on the Christmas episode, build to like a intercontinental title change, main event match, maybe a title change. Yeah. Um, I don't, cause I don't see, unless they do double duty at the rumble. I mean, what do you do? Do you have them go to the rumble? Like, do you yeah, just, well, maybe, yeah. Do you, and just you, have, uh, also they had Samoa Joe being built up well, right. uh, on raw. So do you have him lose already? You know what I mean? Like, do you just have Roman beat him and then where, where does Joe go from there? So that's kind of that where was I'm, the impression I got. That, that that's was, where I'm that thinking. They're making Joe look strong so that yeah. they can transfer that to Roman. Too. Yeah. That's why I wish they kind of <laughs> like maybe strung along the feud with Elias and Roman. Yeah. Which could build up Elias in the meantime, give Elias Especially some wins. If he's going to have the Miztourage with him on a regular basis, right. then you would think they could have at least gotten uh, some kind of a dusty finish. Well, right, exactly, to carry it on. And then yeah. maybe Joe and Roman kind of slowly build that feud for whenever it happens. So right. I don't think it'll happen next week, obviously. I think that it will happen maybe two weeks, three weeks down the line. Yeah. And maybe you could even do a dusty finish or a DQ count out so you can carry it along. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I was kind of looking forward to see like Roman Cesaro, Roman yeah. uh, Wyatt, you know, like kind of go through the ringer. I was going to ask, yeah. 
I mean, Roman Wyatt we've seen quite a bit, but yeah, Roman... Well, I mean, I guess they're going to have to go to some... I mean, if you look at the raw roster and heels that he would face, even Joe, well, is, even, it's I limited. Mean, it wasn't just heels that, you know, took on Cena. Yeah, I was thinking like yeah. I was thinking like a variety True. of workers, like well, maybe Jordan right. again have a good match. Finn Balor. Oh, I don't want to see Jordan. <laughs> what a hot take! I would love to see Cedric Alexander, and Cedric Alexander tweeted to him about he was like or that would be cool. Involved. That would be that awesome. would be cool. I thought Cedric was going to be the one coming out because of that tweet. I thought it was like strategically out. That would have been really cool. Yeah, yeah. So how do you feel about they should do that? Because whole... that's how they kind of. You know, did that for the first time in the U.S. Challenge with uh, like Kevin Owens Neville, from yeah. NXT. Oh, like, right, right, right. Yeah, like yeah. they were debuting up to answer the challenge, seemingly. Yeah, do it with the cruiserweights this time. So, how did you think about like the match? And because that was uh, that was actually, I would say that was half the show between Joe, Titus, Roman, Elias. That was yeah. like a, a huge. So yeah, which match? Uh, the Elias, yeah, Roman match. I guess all of it. No, like oh. you said, I mean the, the Elias Roman match was really good. It was definitely better, a lot better than I was expecting from these two. And um, I think that the quality of it definitely justifies, like you said, stretching it out a few weeks, which they ultimately didn't do. But right, right, right. And you can't um, And yet, Joe, I just, I, I kind of, you know, I mean, he had a little bit of a match with Titus. Obviously, he was going to win that. But then also getting the better of Cruz after the match. Couldn't help but feel bad for those guys a little bit. But otherwise, I mean, you know, it's good for Joe. Except that, like I said. You know what it's being done to be done to accomplish, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, you, you know what the I'm jo- saying. The Joe Dunzo. That's what I thought you were going to Dun Dunzo. Um, oh, yes, it's being done to Joe Dunzo. I didn't misspeak. First of all, I have two wishful bookings. I have two tournaments. Two wishful bookings. Two wishful bookings. But this is only one episode. I have two tournaments in my iPad with the entire brackets filled out because I'm a total nerd and I think about these things. Tournaments for... One is for a Cruiserweight Championship number one contender, which they're not doing, but I wishful booked if they would do it. I feel like the Cruiserweight division, uh, 205 Live is, was a year a year old yesterday, mm-hmm. debuted a year ago. Um, Happy birthday, little guys. Has not been really what we thought it would be. The wrestling hasn't been bad. They don't know how to book well, we it. They don't know how be. to write it. They don't know yeah. how to do a lot of it. What the fuck happened? And I think that the Cruiserweight Classic got off so much. Aside from having the Full Sail University close-knit crowd and the time mm-hmm. and the good wrestling, uh, there were stakes. Yeah. And savory stakes. I feel like you have an opportunity now where there's no real clear contender for the title. To do, you can't do a 16 man tournament. I have an eight man tournament, which would lead us up to the Royal Rumble. Okay. Instead, they're doing, they did a fatal four way on Raw. They're doing a fatal four way next week. And then they think, or two weeks, I think. I think they said next week. I don't know. I'm just going to defer to you. Because on 205 Live, they had the four members face off in a tag team match. It was Mustafa Ali, Cedric Alexander against Tony Nese and Drew Gulak. Oh, okay. Oh, so that's the four. Because I was going to ask if you thought maybe Hideo Itami would be in that mix, but I guess not. No, they they aired another video for him last night saying coming soon. Oh, okay, okay. Um, See, but that's the thing. Like, Gulak has done nothing. I think Gulak is a shining part of the Cruiserweights. He's taken his gimmick and he's ran with it. He's great. Yeah, yeah. He definitely sticks out. But he does not deserve to be in a number one contenders match based on his record, his win-loss record. He just doesn't. No, yeah. Whereas someone like Brian Kendrick is a former champion. Uh, Jack Gallagher is something good. So I would have, yeah. I, in my tournament, I have Cedric, Mustafa Ali, Akira Tozawa, Kalisto, Tony Nese, Noam Dar, uh, Brian Kendrick, and Jack Gallagher. Those are my eight. Yeah. I think they're all, you have three former Cruiserweight champions in there. I think they would produce really great wrestling. There would be stakes. Definitely. And I also think that this lull period, especially with no pay-per-view, you need 
something to entice the viewers because mm-hmm. there's always a holiday slump for the Rumble. Um, yeah, so definitely. that's just how I would have booked this. We already know that Rich Swan won the number one contenders match this past Monday. It was a good match, 13 minutes. I think it was the longest match in a very long time in the Cruiserweight yeah. division. Yeah, and it was good, entertaining. Next week we'll see the last match: uh, Gulak, Nice, uh, Cedric, and Mustafa. Is Cedric gonna win it? You think? I hope so. Yeah, me too. Um, and then it'll be Cedric against Swan. Rich Swan, yeah. yeah. Um, so, which I kind of hope doesn't have a finish and they do a three-way at, at the Rumble, just because I feel like Cedric be and good. Swan will have kind of a really great match, and I, I don't want to give it away right away. Yeah. Well, I don't want them to give it away. I'm not in charge of all these things. Right, right, right. As much as I wish well, I Well, also, it would be ultimately a better title match at the yes. pay-per-view if it were a three-way. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I also have my other tournament ideas. want to talk about the main event segment. But, okay. Uh, so that's the cruiserweights. I don't know anything about that or who you think is going to win. Yeah, I agree with you. Okay. Good, you should. I agree with you. And I didn't see 205 Live, so I mean... It was not worth You're seeing. You're the expert. It wasn't worth seeing. I made the right call. Yes, you did. Uh, so the women this week, we have Asuka. Have you heard about this? Asuka recorded the quickest win in WWE TV history. How fast was it? Four seconds. Wow. Four okay. seconds. Um, uh, an huh. online database. No holes there. No holes at all. Um, <laughs> by the way, I tried watching that in slow motion. I don't even know how the fuck Asuka does that. When... I mean, she's not the only one who could do an arm bar like that. I've seen, like, Shinsuke do it, but not with the fluidity that Asuka did it with. I mean, I literally yeah. was trying to see, like, did she flip Dana? Like, I, it happened so quickly. I literally, and I thought my TV had a slow motion feature. It doesn't, apparently. And I'm, like, trying yeah. to, like, and every time, Damn. the match was so quick that pressing one forward would already go to Asuka's hand being raised. Yeah, so wow. So couldn't even, like, go to, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I think it was smart if that they you, did that. Uh, if you pause it and then that's what That's forward. what I did. I think oh, maybe really? There may have been that a glitch. Because I think, I feel like I've definitely done it before. Yeah, same. But um, that was awesome, I thought. Um, definitely. It's crazy that there's no raw pay-per-views between now and Rumble. That's no, weird. that's why I feel like they should have made Starcade a SmackDown event and gave Clash of Champions to Raw. Yeah. Did you Starcade see the pay-per-view is... calendar for next year? Some events are keeping the brand they have this year. I was year. gonna ask if you wanted to uh, bring it up. Yeah, you heard it. about Money in the Bank, right? It's gonna. Yeah, that's the way. Didn't? It? Yeah. I, well, that's why yeah. I was going to. So for anyone out of the loop, Money in the Bank 2018 is gonna be a co-branded event. Thankfully, like it should have been this year. I tried to tell you. I mean, I, but, I, so might, what have, they do I might have considered doing two Money in the Banks in the month, like I said, I think. Right. But this works, but too. But what do they do, though? Because They have two Money in the Bank ladder matches, one for Raw, one for SmackDown, just like they should yeah, have last year. There's four briefcases. Universal, WWE, Raw Women, SmackDown Women. So how oh. do they do that? Do they have four so they, ladder so matches? They have, so they have, half, do they, they have two, ten. It's just going to be one man and one woman. And you have five from each, or however many from each brand. Or do in the you match. still have six Raw, that six sucks. SmackDown, not actually competing against each other, but they're on the same show? Because what I always said is that the briefcase should be able to be used across brands. Wait, how do you mean? Like, I think that the Money in the Bank should, shouldn't be held to the brand that you're on. I think that you should be able to, like, I think it'd be a really big moment for someone to cash in who's on Raw for the SmackDown title. But I feel okay. like they may just do. Even though it's a co-branded pay-per-view, do Raw, SmackDown, Money in the Bank matches where they're not actually interacting with each other. I think when they say co-branded, I feel like they just want both brands to have a Money in the Bank on it. So they're going to have four Money in the Bank ladder matches? I think it's possible. I think it'd be a lot. No, I don't yeah, want that. Yeah, well, today's no, WWE it. It would be a lot. I don't want that. I, I want the, like you said, I would rather both the women and the men to have one briefcase and they could go wherever they want. Yeah. 
up from. Yeah, imagine I really like hope ran- this imagine how random that would be. Really good. I hope this Carmella Cashin is good. I don't know if it's going to be that great, just based on the fact that they're not doing a lot with her. Because like I a- think, because I don't know, I, I I wasn't thinking about the women. For you're not going to have four briefcases. Well, I still think that Ronda Rousey is going to be in the WrestleMania picture somehow, whether it's to four horsewomen or whatever. And I think that Carmella is probably going to cash in around there to get the title off Charlotte, and then bring up Ronda Rousey. Or whatever they're doing with that to kind of oh, that's a good alleviate call. yeah that whole thing. Well, Shayna Baszler, they're probably waiting on doing anything with her on the main roster until whatever happens with that. Yeah, she signed with NXT, but they haven't debuted her yet, so I'm pretty sure that. Which, by the way, can bring us to the only oh, other. Okay, so she'll be in NXT for a bit. Well, well, not always, like we know. So oh let's yeah, get into this. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, you know, you're you're. I'm going to you for this because most of these girls, I don't know. Yeah, I'm the NXT guy here. Yeah. Um. So and the D- and the women's guy. I am. The I almost NXT. said it. I am the women's guy. I almost said the D word. Uh, what? Oh, oh, no, no, yeah. don't do that. Yeah. No. Um. Don't make me. And uh, so we had Paige, Sonya Deville, and Mandy Rose debut yeah. their new name, Absolution. We were just yep. looking this up before the show. How it means like forgiveness. Uh. Well, we'll give you the official dictionary. Yes, it means formal release from guilt, obligation, or punishment. I don't really understand how a wrestling group named girls formal release from guilt, obligation, or punishment. Like a release from punishment when they're providing the punishment. I don't know if I'm looking too much into it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe for I them. Don't, yeah, I don't really think they needed a name. I yeah. don't think that it's... Unless it's going to be more long-term than I'm thinking. But I don't even remember don't a female gonna faction... they're going to be together for a long time? Is that what you're saying? I don't know. I... I don't really think it's necessary, personally. That's just where I'm at. You would, so you would have just not named him? Yeah, I don't really... I don't know. I don't... Yeah, no, I... I mean, I, Billy Kane and Peyton Royce have been around for three years, so they, they're they the iconic duo. They have a name. You know, like The Shield, Sanity, all the great factions. Like, I don't see them... And I'm talking about SmackDown and Raw. So we have Sony Deville, we have Mandy Rose, we have Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, and Sarah Logan. Sarah mm-hmm. Logan was barely on NXT, like, at all. But okay. she's a seasoned veteran. Liv Morgan is very similar to Carmella. She's from New Jersey. She kind of has similar mannerisms, even a similar ring style. And then, so on the other end, you have, like, Ruby Riot is someone that I would have kept in NXT personally. She's a veteran. She's really great. She's a great baby face. Yeah. Um, I don't agree with calling her up. Dude, yeah, I was thinking that on SmackDown, is that it kind of, the way they, and we've, I've touched on this before, we've talked about it, like, the way they bring up some of these some of these people from NXT is like totally undercutting what their appeal was in the first place. Right. And this is like a perfect example of that. Like she was, she had this she had built this following as a fan favorite based on her gimmick with her entrance. And now like even her entrance music, you could tell they just like I guess that was the best option to use for the group, but like it's Well, that's what I'm saying. It's lost on what they're doing with her with the with these other two. If you're going to name them, give them a new music, A. Yeah. Give them ring ring attire that doesn't show that they're all... Because they're all individual wrestlers when I see yeah. them walking out. Yep. And... Yeah, with both of the new groups. Honestly, like, someone that I could have actually seen being built up in NXT and getting a pretty major pop out of this group would be Sonya Deville and Ruby Riot. Yeah. Sonya Deville had the benefit of a video package. She's good MMA. She stands out. Mm-hmm. Um, especially... And her being on the main roster is fine. I don't know if it's good in the group because their attitude didn't really or her character, and because he didn't really have that. Right. But the way I look at it is that I think you're bringing all of these women in with a purpose. You have Paige backing them up, or them backing Paige up, but Paige having them with her. That automatically elevates Paige them. Paige kind of raising their status. Yeah. That automatically elevates them. Right. Be- because they're coming in with a purpose and a story. Um, I think last week I would give Absolution, since that's their name now, the better debut. <laughs> 
This week, I would give the Riot Squad the better impact. I think that what they did, I don't know if you heard that yeah. Naomi, WWE is doing a storyline injury with Naomi. She well, has yeah, fractured that's face, to... bones, neck. They reported it today on the app. I mean, you so could she's going to be out for, yeah. I don't know how long, but. By the way, since we're on the subject, why is that not a DQ? I don't know, to be honest. That was kind of weird. Because it was really just ultimately like the same. I guess you can argue that they throw people into the stairs a lot in the middle of standard matches, so it. Yeah, but sometimes it's, it's a DQ. Sometimes, oh yeah, okay, they throw them in. But then if you pick the stairs up and use it generally, right. so it, it could so have if been. You it's like them a weird to do something. Yeah, it's a weird. Did the ref see it though? I don't think they, they made didn't any show kind the, of deal about showing the ref like missing it. Yeah, okay. But uh, but yeah, but on Raw you had these three single out Sasha Banks, Absolution singled out Sasha Banks, and on SmackDown the Riot Squad threw a little bit of a different. You know, the way it unfolded, it was convenient for them that Natalia left. And then they were able to isolate Tamina and break her face, apparently. And then they had Char- they had singled Charlotte out, was what I was getting at, you know? Yeah. So it was, like, kind of similar. Well, yeah, and that's why we were talking off-air that there are rumors or speculation from PW Insider that Paige may be behind both attacks. Yeah. I don't really see that happening. Something well, that's else... where it comes from. It's speculation based on yeah. that. Yeah. Um, something else that I'm thinking of that didn't happen, at least on the SmackDown side of things, is that uh, Natalia um, is the heel. And I thought maybe, like, because her and Charlotte yeah. have beef, and I was wondering why Natalia was in there. She was in there because Becky Lynch is off doing a movie. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe Natty would be behind, you know, join them, and, like, a wouldn't really be a turn because she's already a heel. She'd still walk yeah. out on them. but yeah. uh, Well, but they didn't see it coming. Heel's going to heal. Mandy Rose's finisher is pretty impressive, though, I have to say. Um, yeah. Karma used to do that move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I, I wonder how Paige feels about this backstage. I have to say, I wonder how she felt about being brought in with a group like this. Because I really wish she was alone. Yeah, just straight up. Even if they wanted to make her a heel, because she could be a great heel too. If they, mm-hmm. they really wanted to make her a heel, because they hate when they go against the grain when fans want to cheer. Like someone people are happy to see it. them back. Yeah. Um, I just think that she should have been a single star. And I don't think it's like taking away from, like, I don't know if maybe they don't think she's ready yet and she's mm-hmm. in a group to give her some more time to, like... Who, Paige? Yeah, to, no, like, I, I'm not rehab, but, like, I don't know, get in the swing of things so she works live events in the meantime. Like, I don't know yeah. if that was the thinking. Because she's well, only had two months It's before more like debuting. she's a veteran, so she was going to help these, you know, the, yeah. the two that she's with. I don't know. I think it would have been cooler if you brought her in as a baby face for a few months. And then maybe have her go against, like, Asuka or something. Like, you have Asuka. Actually, this is what I probably would wish a book. You would do Asuka, Alexa Bliss at the Rumble. Uh, Asuka wins. Mm-hmm. And then maybe at WrestleMania or around that time, you have Paige and Asuka wrestling. The ref gets knocked down. These two debut. And then Paige is the first person to pin Asuka because oh, of the help. Because and then of she it. turns yeah, heel yeah, in yeah. the process. That would be awesome. After a few months of her return as babyface. That would be great. Yeah. I mean, it's out the window now. Yeah. But. Or you have, I'm sorry. No, no. I wouldn't do Asuka and Alexa Bliss. I would do Paige and Alexa Bliss at, at the Rumble. You have Paige win the title. Asuka become the number one contender, maybe by winning like an Elimination Chamber match. Because I okay. think that they're going to do that. Or the first the ever women. women's Royal Rumble. Oh, that's right. We heard that rumor, but okay. Yeah. Okay. I think that Chamber is more likely this year. I don't think yeah. they're going to do both. Um, And with these women, just to... Because we don't really need to... When we get to SmackDown, we don't need to talk about it again. I, mm-hmm. I jumbled them together because they're so right. similar. No, yeah. But um, so when these girls break out, because they're mm-hmm. not, I don't think they're going to be t- together forever. Whether it's Ruby, Sarah, and Liv definitely aren't. And Paige 
Mandy and Sonia, I, I think we'll be together maybe longer, but not as long. Um, also, they're not acknowledging the tough enough connection with Paige, which I, I thought that would be. Yeah, that's They a used weird. it as like saying that it's almost like Emma's gimmick, but other people, like the whole women's revolution, I started it, like mm-hmm. Paige is being overlooked. But like, <laughs> yeah. what about the fact that like Paige could say like, like I saw something in them. I'm tough enough, right. Paige was a judge. Because it kind of makes him seem like. They're not the mistourage and they're, they're, they're not like a comedy character and they're more like vicious, but they're kind of like singing the praises of like Paige as opposed to I think Paige should also be putting them over. Yeah. And it's only been two weeks, so I guess I'll wait. Um, um, how did you, uh, I don't know, like, are you are you digging this? Are you, <laughs> no, are you, no, 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 you're no. Not. I mean, yeah, I feel pretty much like how you do. Like, it's just, it's such strange timing with the two. Yeah. It's weird. With the two. What do you think they do for, like, SmackDown, at least? I know we usually do Raw and SmackDown, but just for Clash of Champions. Like, do you think that they'll do Natty and Charlotte and then, like, a tag team match with them, with someone else? I guess, yeah. Hopefully for them. I mean, what is what is the Clash of Champions card so far? It's the There's title match. match. Oh, that's, it's, that's it. I literally have down in my notes, COC, question mark, because I don't wow. know. Wow. Is it safe to assume the tag titles and the women's title match will probably happen there? Yeah. But I have to imagine they'll have to do something with the new women on SmackDown. But, like, Naomi and Becky are gone. Yeah. Unless Naomi's back for Clash of Champions. Like, I don't know. Not with a shattered face. That's weird. I don't know. So I don't know. Charlotte at a disadvantage. Maybe she's going to have to enlist the help of Tamina and Lana, maybe. I don't know. Carmella is still there. Carmella. That's another thing. Yeah. You know what I'm going to say. Uh, probably. Where the fuck has she been? Yeah. I mean, you're missing... You're sleeping on some pretty uh, opportune times to maybe exercise that briefcase. Well, here's the thing. I think that she is smart, and this is just the way I'm framing it. Yeah. Because if those three women are still in the ring, who's to say they wouldn't attack Carmella when Carmella tries to cash in? Like, they're not really... They're attacking heels and... Well, on on SmackDown, they've only attacked baby faces. On Raw, they're doing both. That's why I loved when Alexa Bliss got up from the table and left. Yeah. And I'm listening to a podcast, Wade Keller, and uh, there's a guy named um, Johnny Fairplay. Yeah, I, not... I was. I listened to that, Yeah, too. and he's like, oh, that shot with Alexa Bliss was so awkward. Like, he thought it wasn't planned. Like, the camera was just Dude, on her. yeah, of course and it I'm was. And I'm like, no, she's a heel, and she knows what happened to her, and she's bouncing instead of helping yeah. him. I thought she was going to go backstage and get into her ring gear and come out. And, like, that would be your babyface turn. Because I was right. really afraid that they were going to do that. So I'm happy yeah. that they're not. But um, <laughs> me too. So, but too. but on SmackDown, I feel like it. Let, like, let's just say all those three women are in the ring, and Carmella comes out. Maybe it's possible that those that those three women would attack Carmella. So maybe she's waiting for a moment where like they leave or something. Yeah. But I do think her not being on TV is strategic, and I do think she's cashing in sooner rather than later. Okay. Especially for the fact that because I don't think they'll they'll put the title back on Natalia, and I really think they're going to do something with the four horse women. I just at think WrestleMania. That, yeah. yeah there so has this to way be. you have time to get the title off Charlotte. Yeah. Like, before WrestleMania and get the whole feud settled before and then start something and establish something if, if you're going to go in that direction. Yeah, and the only other thing I was thinking of is that maybe they would want to have Charlotte be SmackDown Women's Champion, and that's how you get out of... Because they're going to have to find a way to do this match, assuming it happens, which I think it will. And then a Raw Women's match will definitely have to be on the card, but then you do you do a SmackDown Women's title match as well? Yeah. Or do you put it on the pre-show and get the shit that they got for it? Even though if there were three matches in total... I wouldn't be upset with it personally. Three women's matches. Yeah. And like yeah, a yeah, SmackDown. Yeah. But if you keep the title on Charlotte and then maybe you have Carmella cash in at WrestleMania. Yeah. Like while oh, that's yeah. happening. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe. You, you can get away with not having a SmackDown title match on the card and then have Charlotte be the SmackDown women's champion to avoid having 
to worry, well, what's the SmackDown title match going to be at WrestleMania? That would be really... She's in that match yeah. already. Yeah. So yeah, that'd maybe. be something that could happen. That would be really big for Carmella. Yeah. And I think that she needs something big like that with how she's been booked so far as champion. As Money in the Bank briefcase holder. Right. Yeah. No, yeah, I can't disagree, I guess. Yeah. Everything is on mute. It's fine. Am I, I mean, crazy? I don't know. And you can't teach that. No, you can't. So that was the entire women scene, and then we have the other major development from Internet Raw. Is Matt Hardy woken or broken? Yeah, it's uh, a good question. Broken Matt Tardy. Um, it's about time. I don't think they should have had a finish with this match because I think people fantasized about a Bray Wyatt broken Matt Hardy match. No, no, that's this is. If he is gonna now be broken, like you haven't yet. Oh yeah, I guess you have a good point. But It'd I be think regular I, Matt Hardy. And, so do you and, and, think and, he's going to like transition into it over the next coming weeks, or do you? Because I don't think like one loss should do that to him. What did he come from? Like I think in TNA, would he got like sent to like five, four, five tables, and that's what kind of. Well, I no, I feel like they've kind of been like because last because he's been kind of losing by himself. Like the story has ever since Jeff was out has been that like he's not he's not really yeah but then he put on that great match with the miz who he really only lost because of the miz tourage the only other loss he had was against elias which they kind of protected because of the arm injury but he's definitely been on like a downward slope if you I guess yeah you could say. he didn't lose yeah. but they haven't been like building as like a losing well, he got, no he got streak. beat by stroman since jeff left he's gotten beat quite a bit because remember the shield saved him him and stroman had a match i totally yeah. forgot about that stroman was like taking him to the back this is when the shield came back on that monday night right so and was saved, that a match saved matt Did, yeah, yeah, yeah they had a match stroman won and then took, okay. was taking matt to the back right see that would have been a great way to break him, him too then like have braun braun do something to him but then again braun's the baby face yeah and but, also um, they had a, you know they had their plan with yeah. shield that was all for the shield to save him do you so? Do you think that this is going to be a sustained feud for Wyatt and Matt, or do you think that this is just a way to get Matt broken? Like, where no, get do you him broken and then continue the feud with, with Wyatt? Wyatt I right? Think, yeah. Okay, I think that's pretty cool. Um, Hopefully, it could be pretty cool. I mean, it could also be like lame as fuck because you know the the moment has passed. The secret sauce could be gone or expired. I have to imagine that Matt Hardy, although he's under contract and has to do what they say, yeah. Um, I have to imagine that Vince would give him, not creative control, but I think would be like, listen, like, I don't really, I don't know, it's hard because Vince is Vince, but I don't know. I I, want to go out on a limb and say that Matt and Vince would have some sort of conversation about coming to a agreement about where they want that character to go. Yeah, hopefully. I think that they probably should have started at like after Survivor Series where it was like a hotter crowd, Mm -hmm. so the crowd would have gotten it a little more, because I don't know if everyone kind of saw what was happening in a way. Yeah, well, the crowd started to chant. He was yeah, doing the but then again, thing, when, like, one also, they'll watch it back. To, yeah, but uh, they'll sh- they'll be shown it le- next week. I'm sure if it is gonna progress, especially. You heard how uh, Senor Benjamin has like resurfaced on social media too, right after this happened. Oh no! Yeah, so I could see them oh, like I, I could see that them like hiring awesome. him. Um, that could be awesome. So yeah, I I'm, I, I have jinx it. I have h- high hopes that I I don't think we'll be yeah. sorely disappointed. Yeah, um, I do too, and we're not alone. No. 
And then in terms of Monday Night Raw, we left out the fact that Seth Rollins and Cesaro had a really great 20-minute yeah. match. Although yeah. I just feel like they could have like a phenomenal 20-minute match. And I don't know why. This is like... You don't it, think they had a... I mean... It's like the Shield good, New Day thing. Match. It was a good match. But like, I don't know. Rollins has so much more in his arsenal. And Cesaro has so much more in his arsenal. And like, All right. So save it for when they WrestleMania yeah, main event together. I just hope they do, though. That's well. Well, no, I know. God, I didn't know WrestleMania main event booking. was coming out of your mouth. But like, I could, I think that Cesaro should be built up. Well, okay, so that kind of yeah, ties into Me my too. main event. So Jason Jordan, I was writing down possible. I was like, what, what could the possible WrestleMania match be other than Roman and Brock? It's hard to ignore Cesaro versus Brock. It's, I mean, there's it could be tricky getting from here to there in the time that we have, but I could do it. I could do it too. Yeah. Um. And then in our main event of the night, I think it probably should have been Roman and Elias just to further bolst Elias up to put him in that main event spot. Mm-hmm. He definitely earned it with the match that he had, and yeah. I think it would have justified it. We had Jason Jordan versus Kane. Yeah. Jason Jordan, like, faked, or I don't know if we're led to believe. He's, I mean, he's definitely slowly starting a heel turn. I mean, yeah. this is clear, yeah. which I'm happy about. Yeah. He gets countered out. Finn Balor comes out. Kane this essentially so beats the shit out of him. Yeah, it was, well, didn't why was that, that going to be a match, too, when Finn came to save Jordan and suddenly they're having a match, too? I, I don't know. I don't even know. They didn't even like say, like, oh, and Kurt then, Angle just made this match offici- official, yeah. right? They just started the, the match. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. And then Finn won by DQ, which I guess kind of kind of yeah. good. Um, but then he got saved by Strowman the same way that he had saved Jordan. Why did Kane even hit Balor with a chair? Did he feel like he couldn't beat him alone? Like, was that the story they were trying to tell? Did he just want to inflict pain on him? Well, no. Kane was already wrestling a match, so I think the story was that Balor, a fresh Balor, was coming out to save Jordan, but also, by consequence, he was kind of had, like, a head of steam on Kane, and then Kane had to grab the chair to get the advantage. Yes, yeah, I feel like the commentators could have said that, just to help Balor a little bit. Yeah, so or then, better yet, they could have done a better job of showing it. And then where did Balor even go? Like, what did Kane do to Balor that caused Strowman to come out? Like, did he give him a choke slam or a tombstone? Like, I completely forgot. He, just he was attacking him with the chair, and then he put his head in the chair, and he was going to... Oh, gonna, right. Gonna, so what did Balor just, like, roll out off camera somewhere? While Strowman was coming out, Balor disappeared. So... Like, Balor's head was in the thing. Kane was, like, I think going on to the turnbuckle. Yeah. And Strowman's music played, and then Kane got down, and by the time Strowman came in the ring, Finn was gone. Right. Which I was like, ugh. Yeah. So... And I don't know. I don't know if you heard about what Balor posted on Thanksgiving. How we heard about the reports yeah, that I'm not over. Vince thinks that he's not over. With so the turkey. I don't know if he's getting punished. Uh, I don't. I don't think he's smart by doing that. As much no. as we all agree with him, I don't think he should be doing that. The social media. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love him to death, and he should be in a better spot. But come on, Finn, you can't. Don't trust that. Vince and I could is, see trust him. That Vince is going to understand. I could Vince's see him having like an issue with management and like leaving because you know damn well he could be fine anywhere else he goes. Yeah. So that they have to worry about that. Um, oh, they're not worried. They're not worried about no, it by all no. indications. Um, so Strowman just does essentially what Kane did to Strowman last week. He puts a chair near his neck, throws it on the yeah, steel chair. Kane did twice. a little bit better. I don't know if you noticed the chair was a little. Well, Strowman did it twice, so I guess he kind of yeah it extra or mm-hmm. whatever. By the way, right after that happened, Kane had a because they were in Tennessee, so I, that's why Kane got the pop that he got. That Kane's oh, running, okay. Kane's yeah, running yeah, for mayor yeah. there. He literally had an event 30 minutes after that. You're kidding. No. Wow. Which is Maybe weird. he's going to be off TV for a couple weeks doing that, so that's why... Well, he's been doing it this whole time. I think he just scheduled an event there because he was going to be in the town for Monday Night Raw. Yeah, okay. The election isn't until May, by the way. 
Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So he just like announced his, his candidacy and he's doing things in the meantime mm-hmm. in the community to kind of bolster his, yeah. his image. So then big that's. Big Red Mayor. Yeah. Hashtag Big Red Mayor. So that's how Monday Night Raw ends. And uh, I read online that Brock Lesnar is scheduled and confirmed for December 18th, Monday Night Raw, which is okay. kind of random. Well, they'll probably establish a challenger for Rumble, I would think. Yeah. So. This is where I think they should do a 16-man tournament okay. to announce the, the challenger for Lesnar. I think it helps. Yeah. Doesn't, it doesn't, you don't need it to help boost Lesnar, but it, you know the Universal Championship, they've done a good job of making it feel important. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's no, especially with Finn Balor, who I guess we assumed would be the obvious choice, is not yeah. the obvious choice based on booking, mm-hmm. so who would it be? So, just because there's not a lot, just, just because there's not a lot to talk about on SmackDown, I have, this is my bracket. Okay. Braun Strowman versus Sheamus. Mm-hmm. Seth Rollins versus Jason Jordan. Mm-hmm. I would do a storyline where you have the cruiserweights come into Kurt Angle's office and say, we want to be a part of this. It's not a heavyweight title. There's no weight limit. So you would have a tag team match on 205 Live, Cedric Alexander and Kalisto versus Brian Kendrick and Jack Gallagher. The winners of those matches, the winners, the winners of that match enters the tournament in the bracket against each other. Wow. So you have Cedric and Kalisto win. Cedric and Kalisto have a match against each other. Cesaro Cedric wins. Yes. Spoiler Cesaro word. versus Matt Hardy, Bray Wyatt versus Finn Balor, Roman Reigns versus Kane, Samoa Joe versus Apollo Crews, and Elias versus Dean Ambrose. Would you want to just say you should say who wins? Oh, so I ha- well, I have the, the 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 next one. So I have Jason Jordan beating Seth Rollins by cheating with a roll up. That okay. kind of helps further his thing going on. Yeah. Uh, Cesaro versus wow. Cedric Alexander. You, I, you actually wrote that. Yes. That Jason Jordan beat Seth Rollins. That couldn't have been easy. It was not easy, and I just think that Seth Rollins is in a place in his career where that would be like a holy shit, he's obviously going to win. And then you would have Seth Rollins get that win down the line yeah. when Jason Jordan's officially a babyface. Right. Because these uh, matches... Officially a heel. A heel. So these matches, by the way, it would be four one week, four one week, four one week, two one week, the finals one week. So it's a five-week tournament. Okay. It's taking up four matches. Okay. There's eight matches. That's four seven, matches per show. Per match, per show. Okay. So you need to integrate other stories into these matches. Right. So I literally thought this very far in advance. So there's a Jason Jordan storyline. Getting that impression. You have uh, Bray Wyatt and Finn Balor. So in the Ceza- damn, how? In the Cesaro and Matt Hardy match, uh, Bray Wyatt distracts Matt. So that's how Cesaro wins. In the Bray Wyatt-Finn Balor match, Matt Hardy distracts Bray. That's how Finn Balor wins. So you're you're furthering, Trade distractions. You're furthering that feud. Yeah. You then do Cesaro. I'll see your distraction and raise you a distraction. You are then doing Cesaro versus Cedric Alexander, which I would love to see and would be fucking phenomenal in the quarter in the semifinals. Yeah. No quarterfinals. Say that again. Cesaro versus Cedric Alexander. That could be. Yeah. Uh, Finn Balor versus Roman Reigns. I would have Samoa Joe in that match attack Finn Balor. So by default, Roman Reigns. Um, no, so by default, Finn Balor wins. So okay. you're protecting both of them in that match, and you're furthering the Joe and Roman feud. I was going to ask. Yep. Because at first I was thinking, oh, you were still thinking, continue Finn and right. Joe. Uh, then we have Samoa Joe versus Dean Ambrose. And I did choose to switch out Dean and Seth Rollins, but I okay. thought I didn't want to do it based on personal preference. I think that Dean Ambrose need because Seth Rollins is continuing to get these wins along the way. He hasn't yeah. really, you know, Dean Ambrose has lost a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean... Just recently with the Shield, he's been getting up, and he's a world title champion. I'm not always a fan of him, but he can be that top star, and I feel like he needs to be again because Raw needs main event level players, and they're not they're not always going to be in a tag team. Yeah, Samoa Joe versus Dean Ambrose. Roman Reigns comes out, 
they're canning out in the ring. Roman's just like staring Joe down. Ambrose does the dirty deeds to Joe. Joe gets counted out. Okay. So that's how Joe's out. Yeah. Semifinals is Braun Strowman versus Cesaro, which, oh my God, I want to see that. With Cesaro's like strongman stuff. And yeah. That would be amazing. That would be. And then Finn Balor versus Dean Ambrose. You have Finn Balor versus Dean Ambrose, which would help Finn Balor be a little credible. And also, not only because Dean Ambrose is a former champion, but Dean also made it to the semifinals too. So yeah. that right there is elevating people. So I'm yeah. elevating people in this tournament. I'm furthering stories. I mean, I just think this should happen. Yeah, you're also finals of the match. Through match combinations. Yeah. No, I'm not. Because, listen, Cesaro and Cedric would rarely happen. Balor and Roman has happened already, and I'm not giving it a finish. Joe and Ambrose is not, not giving it a finish. The only one that I would want to see in the future is Cesaro and Strowman. One match out of 16. It's not that bad. Yeah, I just for the first thing I think... I mean, I would... Dude, I would love to see that too, but Strowman... You know, Cesaro in this team with Sheamus, they're clearly like he's... he's They've dialed... They've had him dial the strongman stuff way back because he's in this team with... I mean, he still does... Obviously, he does impressive things. Well, yeah, but it's a singles but like tournament, the, the, so you the, would have to... The, re- the regular... Uh, you know, consistent things that he was doing, the swing, right. the superplex from the apron, all right. that stuff, like, he hasn't been doing on a consistent basis for a long time. Well, so he wouldn't be able to do it to Strowman either, so it'd be, he'd have to think of innovative ways to, to be in the match. I think he could swing Strowman. He's swung Big Show. Yeah, I mean, possibly. But I also think that Cesaro, this is how you elevate him. You were just talking about how do you get, yeah. how do you get to Cesaro in WrestleMania. I don't think this is how you get him to the main event. But this is how you start to show the W universe yeah. that well, he can be f- that player. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Also, Strowman beat Sheamus in the first match. So how fitting is it that it's Strowman and Cesaro in the semifinals? Yeah. I thought about that too. Finals is Strowman and Finn Balor. And I would have a... I would book a triple threat match at the Rumble. Strowman, Balor, and Brock. Only because I'm thinking that because Finn is going against Braun, you could say, oh, wow, look, obviously Brock doesn't... Obviously, Finn has a chance. He just took Braun yeah. to the limit. Um, so that's... So I didn't want to have Finn beat Braun Strowman. I just... I, I don't know. I felt yeah. weird about doing that. But that is where I see... Where I think they should do. It'll never happen ever. Yeah. But I've thought of storylines yeah, in, no. in the middle and all of those things. And you yeah, can ele- you can literally elevate Balor. You can elevate Cesaro. You can bring Ambrose back to that level. Further Definitely. Joe and Roman. Further the J- Jordan storyline. Further Matt and Bray. I just think it's perfect. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's really good. That's really good. And you clearly wish, put a lot wish of thought for, into wish it. Wishful booking. And I clearly yeah. have no life. So. Yeah. You factored some, uh, some cruiserweights life. wrestling in the non-cruiserweight division. Yep. Yeah. That, uh, that, that. Title match for Rumble was I was I was looking to see if I had written that down because some of the possible uh, WrestleMania main events I wrote down were Brock versus Roman versus Strowman, Brock versus Joe versus Finn, Brock versus Joe versus Strowman, but no Brock versus Finn versus Strowman. Brock Joe and Strowman would be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking anything different than you know I read Brock versus Bray, Brock versus KO. Toyed with the idea of bringing KO and Sami Zayn to Raw. Like, actually just having, you know, having them do that, having them get fired off SmackDown. Mm. But, yeah, I, I have a WrestleMania card, but it's it's a work in progress. But, anyway, I was going to do – one of the matches I was going to do maybe Sammy and Kevin versus Seth and Dean for the Raw titles at WrestleMania. Oh, wow, that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be fucking awesome. Just to give wow. you a taste. So Give we are a tiny living, taste. We are living up to the moniker of wishful booking on this show. Yeah, and really the only are. reason I would ever talk about that is because on SmackDown, there's literally 
Um, on SmackDown, there's literally not much to talk about. We've already talked about the women. Mm-hmm. The show opens up with Shane. It needs to stop opening up with Shane McMahon. Seriously, I can't the guy do it can't anymore. talk. Every fucking week, I'm done with it. <laughs> Daniel Bryan cut a better promo than Shane, which isn't out of the norm, but Bryan no. isn't also the best either. And so yeah. I felt last night he was. Um, do you, there's literally nothing to d- dissect here, aside from the fact that Bryan justified the whole why he didn't fire Kevin and Sammy. Do you yeah. think that this is actually leading to a Brian Hill turn? Because I don't anymore. I really yeah, never did. I, just, I mean, how do you pay it off anyway unless they know something that we don't um, as far as Brian wrestling in the future? Because, you know, the last we heard is that's not going to happen right. in the WWE. Um, so it's, you know, the same thing with it's the same with Miz and Brian, which, you know, I wanted to think like maybe this is leading to something, even a match with Brian and Miz, if they built it up correctly, would be great. But it ultimately wasn't. And. I feel like we all kind of knew that was gonna be the case. It was they was just to try and do as much for Miz as a talent as they could at the time, right? And I think it's the same kind of thing here. Um, I, you know, I don't know if I wanted to. I I thought it was imminent for a little while, but now I'm starting to think the same way. I guess, Um, just because what would you do, right? Um, But it is interesting. I don't know. I think they should have Shane turn heel because I think. You know, everything he's been doing is, you he know. He was good as a heel, too, I have to say. Even his promos were better back then as yeah. a heel. Well, he was he was just more comfortable, I think. Maybe he just feels more pressure now or whatever the case may be. Did you notice how when he said, when he was running through what Sammy and Kevin had done and he mentioned that uh, when when Owens attacked McMahon and took him out, the crowd kind of yes, cheered. and Shane and he kinda, it kind of, he did a double take, I guess. Yeah, and yeah. even Brian smiled. yeah. I don't think Brian should have smiled at. I don't. I don't think that was in his character. Oh, I didn't even I think notice that. Was that was very happened. natural. Yeah. Yeah. Brian kind of like looked like this around, and then like that's when the crowd, and then like Shane kind of looked. So yeah. yeah, I don't think Brian should have done that. But I did notice that. Yeah. Um, well, they were. I don't think they expected that. Do you have a note you want to read? No. Oh, okay. No, I mean, I th- not. I'm. I'm waiting. I have a couple. Oh, here there. okay. I thought you pulled us on. You wanted. I didn't want to. Oh no! I no no no! Up, I was gonna go. Cut to, off your train uh, of thought. I mean, do you want do you want me to tell no? It's do you want me to tell you my WrestleMania, what my work in progress? Um, well, we yeah. Well, why don't we do? No, um, yeah. Let's not do that. Let's keep going through SmackDown. Yeah, I mean, I definitely want to hear no, it. No, let's but, keep going through SmackDown. Okay, we have uh, the High Pros versus the uh, Bludgeon Brothers. The Bludgeon Brothers defeated them shorter than, than they did last week. Yeah, they should consider making them a face team. They're getting really good reactions. I'm just gonna say it. You think so? They got a really good reaction the first week, and I was like, all right, post Survivor Series crowd. This week, just very fast-paced, very high energy. The whole slapping shtick I really like. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it, it's it's different. Yeah. It is different, but and it's kind of different for different sake. Even yeah. Even outfits, like we were talking about. Well, they changed, air, they changed Harper's pants <laughs> a little bit. They made them more like they have like things hanging off them now. Like, oh. It kind of looks like Kalisto's hat. Okay. It's like very spikes. observant of you. Um, and then the hype rose, uh, <clears throat> finally after literally barely, I didn't even think this was in the cards anymore cause they kind of stopped teetering with it, but Mojo Rowley beat the shit out of Zack Ryder. Um, I was surprised that they chose Mojo Rowley to be the, well, listen, I'm, I'm not surprised. I'm happy they chose Mojo Rowley to be the heel here because I hate him. He's very hateable. But he also could be likable. He's a very good speaker, like motivationally and like his promos backstage and interview-wise. They were pretty good. I don't like his character and him himself personally. 
but I would I can't not acknowledge that the the guy can speak eloquently. Yeah. That's why I thought if this would ever happen, he would be the baby face. Because Zack Ryder can play that like conceited shtick. He kind of mm-hmm. did it for a period of time. But Zack Ryder also has a fan base that is somewhere not, nothing near when they were chanting his name <coughs> years ago. But I think that in this feud, it, this would be an interesting... Yeah, uh, no. Um, I don't know. I kind of... Mojo Rawley is just so stale. Like I feel like if they want oh, totally to do agree. anything with him at all, like this is probably the way to go. Did you sense that that was coming? Like... Which yes. is kind of the way the match happened the only too, way, like because it happened twice. It was the matches because there was no need for it to happen again. What do you mean, like the the squash again? Yeah, the way it was the squash. Then as soon as Charlie came in the ring to interview, I'm like, all right, Mojo's gonna attack. Yeah, yeah. And also, Zack Ryder started the match. They attacked Zack Ryder, and then they and then they attacked Mojo and hit him off the apron. They were still attacking Ryder for a few. Like it felt like a long time that just from being knocked off the apron. Mojo wasn't yeah coming back in and trying to help in any way yeah so that already kind of made me think I mean I don't know if they even did, did that intentionally but then just when when yeah when when she started interviewing Zach you were like all right this is right, happening right so um, and the Bludgeon Brothers I don't know I maybe what what you're saying they're getting a good reaction and that will um, overcome this but I kind of I was kind of getting the impression like it was a gimmick that was intended to fail like kind of how. Like the like the colognes with the uh, Puerto Rican real estate gimmick, which was like I don't think how could that, that have bad. ever been intended to get over? I mean, yeah, maybe to a lesser degree, but well, I don't know. I hope it's not or, or what you were saying that. Yeah, so why not just have them continue to be Luke Harper? Oh, I, oh, I, I agree with that. I totally agree with you there. The, just the Bludgeon Brothers is so corny. The name you know? is corny, yeah, and the and the costumes are, I guess, questionable. Absolutely no. I agree with you all on that front. I I, I do. Th- I I guess I'm giving them a c- credit the without benefit of the doubt. Also, that maybe how they book them or the promos or whatever they yeah, do. Maybe they can overcome it, like you said, and kind of get the reaction that yeah will make management. I also thought it would be cool if they start if like how Wyatt, Bray Wyatt has like that. Um, you know, like before Wyatt's music, they have like that video thing mm-hmm. play really quickly. I thought that it'd be cool if they had both of them like in the forest hitting the camera and then they walk out like they're like yeah. just coming from the forest almost. I yeah, that would be cool. But uh, I thought they were going to go into a few with Brazongo and that would be who was a part of the whole Fashion Files thing. But I'm starting to think that's not it now. No. I, and I definitely no, yeah, don't think it too. should after seeing them. Yeah, I mean, if, we, we all if they're said expected that. to be taken seriously. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think it is anymore. And there was also one person in the Fashion Files, so... Do we think that's going to have a payoff eventually? Or are they just doing this for fun because they think Brazongo's good at it? They want to do something with them on TV? Like, do you think there's a anything that could happen? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I really don't. Um, what did you think of the, the Saw parody? Because I know you're a big fan of the franchise. Um, I was a little underwhelmed just because I didn't think totally. it would be, like, that long for one scene. There wasn't a lot of humor in it. <laughs> like, there weren't, like, any one-liners or, like... So I was a little. I was. This is probably yeah. the worst fashion files I've seen. Yeah, yeah. Um, there wasn't really much to it. Um, and they also don't do them every week. I don't know if it's like the video, the editing team can't get them done. I mean, yeah, the or they just don't want to make, make time for it. Maybe because SmackDown is only two hours. But also, are the Ascension dead? Well, right. <laughs> That's I mean, at thing. least for now, unless they're obviously that, not unless we dead. Hear that they're like turn into zombies, or they are like. Oh, what I was if thinking Ascension how awful for them if they got them. released. I was just if thinking just, that too. If just, if like we tomorrow, found out they got released, and it was like not just released, but killed off. So you, it's basically like you are off. not coming back. You know what could happen? What, what if the Ascension like turn on Brazongo and like 
this whole oh, time, maybe, they're, yeah, like, they're the one behind cool. it. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool, I guess. And then you can give Rizango a win, yeah. maybe. Because they're um, really leaning into the Ascension wanting to be friends and Rizango right. wanting nothing yeah, to do Yeah, I just thought of that now. I'm So you don't you. think it would be like, you know, they just snapped because of all that? It would be like a ruse the whole time, you're saying? I guess it could be, I guess it could be both, maybe. It's possible to be both. Like it, it, it could be either what you just said or what I said. I guess you could you could frame it both ways. Yeah. Been oh, it could be either. Frustrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It can't be both. At the same time. No, I meant like it could be both ideas. Right, right, right. Like one, yeah, one or the other. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll see where that. I'm, it's fine. I just. Not, it's fine. It's a very I, dingy episode. I just don't get it. Um, Ding city. Um, and then. Um, oh, we have the New Day beat Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable, which is fucking random. Yeah. They had a really good match. They have to be going for a triple threat at Clash of Champions then. I'm, I would imagine, yeah. They have to be. Maybe they're starting to be concerned about how good the card is in shaping up. Possibly, yeah. Because the New Day, have, I thought the New Day would enter like a like a, a legitimate feud with Sammy and Kevin, and that would be a Clash yeah. of Champions match. Yeah. Um, so, I could see because why they beat, think that. And they beat him last week. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, that's that. Oh, uh, also Bobby Roode versus right. Uh, Baron yeah, right. Corbin. Is, yeah, I liked his pretty promo. Pretty much a lock for And I liked B- Bobby Roode's promo too a lot. Yeah, um, yeah, it was good. I don't know how I feel about him cutting the promos in the robe in the backstage. Like, can he be in a suit sometimes? Like a, you know? Yeah. It's, like, it's almost like they don't want to, because of the glorious thing. It, I, was, I was thinking about it during the promo, so maybe I was a little preoccupied during it. But I was just thinking... You know, the glorious thing, it's like they're hesitant to show him in a t-shirt or something. You know, because that's, that's not very glorious. The robe is, like, all shiny. Well, he has a shirt that's But the robe glorious. in the backstage setting is completely different than the robe under the lights during his entrance, you know? Yeah, and I mean, you know, you let other superstars wear merchandise. So I actually was just buying a few shirts on WWE Shop because they had a Cyber, uh, Cyber Monday sale. Oh, they got you with the, with the discounts? I actually found it the day before Tuesday. I got a... I so was Monday? On, right, Monday. Based on my experience. Yeah. It was, well, it was Monday. It was actually Monday night. So Cyber Monday was over. It was like one in the morning and they still had the mm. sale. Yeah. So I was like looking. I really wanted an Oscar shirt, but they were sold out of my size. So I got Brazongo and then a new Bliss shirt. And I looked at the Bobby Roode shirt and it's fucking hideous. So maybe that's why they don't have him wear it. Like they maybe. acknowledge that it's ugly. Maybe. But um, well, also just like, the, like I said, like the glorious gimmick. Yeah. You know? Do you think that maybe they're waiting for the whole suit phase to be when he turns heel? Maybe, but that, see, that thought crossed my mind, but I'm like, you know, just let's, this is such an old trope, the idea that only bad guys wear suits. Good guys yeah, wear suits. I Yeah, you're right. Like, you know, there's some, like, tropes that, and cliches that just, like, need to die off eventually. I agree. At least wishfully. Um, And then the only other thing to talk about was the main event of this week. Um. I assumed that they were going to be going for Randy Orton and Kevin Owens at Clash of Champions. That it was going to be a long feud because what the fuck is this card going to be? And I guess because yeah, well, it, was it didn't a, have a definitive finish. And it also didn't have didn't have a well, stipulation that made a whole lot of sense. Didn't have Good a stipulation point. that made a, a sense. Although <laughs> I I did I was happy that Corey Graves said like he, they weren't at ringside. That was smart. Yeah. So I'm guessing oh, they're you going, had to. Are they going to like a cage match? Because you can't go from a no disqualification match to a singles match. Yeah. No. Totally. Yeah, maybe a cage match. Um, um, and that was, I think, see, I was thinking maybe Daniel Bryan next week, that'll be a point of contention. Shane will say, see, fire them. And he'll say, well, mm, technically, yeah. like Corey said, because uh, they're definitely sowing the seeds of dissension there. But 
you know, between Shane yeah. and Daniel. But uh, the um, match was good. Randy Orton and Kevin Owens seemed like they don't like like each other. Those hits were stiff. I mean, I know that in life, Randy's pretty annoyed at being a baby face and not being around his family a lot. Yeah. So I don't know if like that's coming through in ring. I mean, it came. It, it, I, think, I mean, it, it had a good. good at, they were just both good at their jobs, which is to act like they're. Because during this match, this story was that Randy was. Remember, he was off last week because he wasn't going to be yeah, responsible for what he true. did to blah blah blah. Yeah, no, I know. I just I don't know. Something seemed a little more like oof. Like Kevin Owens cursed a bunch of times. I don't know if you if you caught that a little bit. He said yeah, fuck twice, and they had a. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was a good match. I mean, and uh, frog splash. I, I mean, I like that they protect moves like Is that. Is he doing but that now? Is he? Is that I hope it's not. As, I hope. Well, he did finish people off a few times with Maybe it. Maybe they want to establish because that's what he did to Vince, who he obviously wasn't going to pop up power bomb. Right. So maybe they want to, after the fact, establish that that's, you know, as dangerous as the pop-up powerbomb or something. Yeah. Also, you know, uh, Randy had been hit with the chair by Sammy. Right. Um, but I always did think when, when you know, it was dumb that he ever did the frog splash and didn't finish matches with it because you had much smaller guys that used to. Right. Doesn't make any goddamn sense. He did definitely finish a few times, but I haven't seen it in a while, so I was yeah. surprised that it ended right there. Yeah. Um, oh, and AJ Styles. I hate, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that AJ... I was waiting for AJ to do the top rope Styles Clash for the two years he has been in this company. I didn't think he would do it. I'm not mad... Well, I just said I hate it. I do hate <laughs> that they did it on a throwaway handicap match because I thought that would be a really cool, like, down the road, something new for him to do to, like, finish off someone emphatically... It's not a big deal, but like I know that he did it in TNA a lot, and I'm I, I don't know I was a little like, oh, like as soon as yeah as soon as I saw the one sing down and the way he I'm like he, he's gonna fucking do the, like a super styles clash yeah it was awesome it was cool yeah. it was awesome it was awesome but I don't know I guess I was hoping for that to be like a WrestleMania like Shinsuke kind of thing yeah if he were gonna win yeah this is uh also still wishful booking at least for the time being knock on wood. But uh, that was SmackDown. Um, that could have been a whole lot worse than it was. So, yeah. Clash of Champions, we have the WWE Championship match. We have to do Natty and Charlotte again. Uh, Bobby Roode, Baron Corbin. Triple threat tag team match. And then that leaves like two or three matches open. I don't know. We talked about the women. I don't know what that match would be. Mm-hmm. We have no more baby faces available to... Yeah. Yeah, you're running So, you're I guess we low. have to see where that goes. Yeah, um, maybe, they, maybe they have the women attack the winner of the women's title match and they're not necessarily scheduled on the card that could happen yeah you want a slapper yeah otherwise i don't see raleigh and Ryder will probably have their match class of champions i could imagine yeah yeah, and yeah, then, yeah um i don't know if the bludgeon brothers will have a match i don't know if there are any more babyface teams beside brazongo for them to face yeah um, the ascension if they're not dead so that's um that's i guess class of champions i think i have to be honest i think it's gonna be a pretty bad pay-per-view yeah. Oh, and Kevin looks, Owens and Randy Orton, probably. Kevin Owens and Randy Orton. Yeah, and hopefully maybe... And where was Shinsuke? Sammy and Shinsuke? Yeah. Yeah, I don't... At this yeah, point, Shinsuke I don't even want them to just right? throw it away like that. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. I. Yeah. I mean, I'll be happy to see it again if I just, you mm. know, like, randomly just to... But, um... Oh, that was my number one for WrestleMania, even though I... See, I... Because we all want AJ versus Shinsuke, and I'm not saying I don't want it to happen... But when I'm thinking about who could Brock Lesnar really, what would be an amazing WrestleMania match that that we haven't seen? Shinsuke wins the Rumble, and AJ's like, oh man, here we go, let's do this. Because it's been documented that he wants that match for Mania. And Shinsuke's like, actually, gonna go for the Universal title. 
That would be awesome. And then but maybe I think you do Sammy br- versus AJ for the WWE. Yeah, I just think in the brand split era, I think they're kind of defaulted to their brand now. Because I, I love no, those No, yeah, days. I know. This is wishful booking. So I'm no, just I know. saying, like, no, I'm what's just saying the I best loved, match? No, but I liked when they could choose. I kind of liked mm-hmm. that. That was exciting. Like, what would they choose? So I kind of yeah. don't. Like, I wish that. And maybe it still could. Definitely wishful booking. Um, yeah, I take for granted that AJ and Shinsuke will more likely be here, you know, for manias to come, whereas Lesnar could very well be gone after this one. Yeah, it's the one bad thing about the brand split is that they're kind of like defaulted to um, the brand they're on. You're right about that. Do you want to talk about the rest of your card? Do you want to tell me off air? I'm kind of interested. I'll show it to you off air. Okay. So that's going to do it for this week. Um, My name is Jimmy Moorcraft. Well, no. Oh, you changed your name. I mean, oh, this is that's. A, uh, I'm surprised you didn't tell me that. This dude. is the Wishful Booking Wrestling Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> uh, my name is Jimmy Moorcraft. You can catch me on Twitter at Doctor Moorcraft. My name is Liam McNulty. You can catch me on Twitter at Real Huge Actor. Like our Facebook page at Wishful Booking Pod, and email in wishfulbooking at gmail.com. Otherwise, we'll uh, we'll talk at you next week. Yes, you will hear us next week. So long, guys. Later, guys.